0: Hole in my sock, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's trash, bro. Come on now. Welcome to episode six
1: of the Off Work Podcast. What y'all been up to, fellas?
2: Shit, I can't call it. No, chilling. Same thing, different day, man. Working, working, man. Yeah, working. Blessed. Work still, look, still working for the man, but we still blessed.
1: Dog, I went and got a haircut, dog. We ain't got a haircut, bro. I feel like a new man. I shaved like my beard off. My girl wasn't happy about that. Like she stopped talking to me for like a legit five minutes. We was on Facetime. and She was like, "What did you do?" Put the <laughs> on, dog. But uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I am disappointed that you did cut the beard, man. Yeah, you should go back fast, though,
0: dog. No, you should cut uh, the
1: beard. Uh, yeah, you should have kept it. Should have kept it. Yeah. Should have had the in. Yeah, I it. But look, look. I was at my bar. My barber. He he's um cutting at his house. And he was like, dog, you know, y'all know how paranoid I am." He was like, dog, like with a big beard, and you put the mask on, like air seeps through it, so you can, like, you know, catch the corona." So, dog, had to do it, bro. Had to do it, dog. Boy, you don't go
0: nowhere. Yeah, you gonna catch coronavirus. Dog, you done? I go to the grocery store. You done had a beer for the last two months, dog. You, <laughs> you're fine.
1: Yeah. I'm paranoid, dog. But like when I went over there, dog, I made sure he saw the chair down, dog. I made sure he wore a mask. I had to do it. I was I was looking like a damn Django, dog. Look, like 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 Drew said, are you done, sir? Are you done? Uh, had to do it. But I'm gonna get like a haircut like in a month or two. Take like, every month. So why, why y'all dressed like it's like 2002? I'm confused. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> no,
0: nah, we put it in the chat. We put it in the chat, dog. You just didn't listen. Yeah, you
2: you didn't want to rock with us, dog. But we we, yeah. we bringing it back, dog. For, for Nelly and Ludacris battle, bro. Come on, man. You we put it in the chat. So, nah, who... you're a Debbie Downer, dog. You're a Debbie Downer, dog. You're supposed to be dressing up with us, dog. That's you want to be too cool. You want to be too cool for the podcast, bro. That's all that is. My alma
1: mater, dog. A and M, uh, baby Aggies. yeah so, what are y'all thoughts on the battle, dog? On a Nelly Luda ba- on a Nelly Luda battle. Nelly oh. is
2: uh, Nelly's Teddy Riley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> N- Nelly is Teddy Riley. It, it, it wasn't his fault though. It's different. It's different. It wasn't.
2: Okay, you mean to tell me that a multimillionaire can afford to get some good Wi-Fi in the crib? No, it was
0: the weather. It wasn't his Wi-Fi. Since when did the weather affect Wi-Fi? Bro, it was a thunderstorm, bro. Yeah, that. But the thing is, though, the
1: night before, the crazy part, the night before, like, Nelly was practicing, like, his set online, and, like, the, the Wi-Fi was amazing. See, the thing is, the thing is, Nelly got the Jarvis Wi-Fi, the state-to-state, the in-state, Jane. So. work. Okay. <laughs> hey, Wi-Fi in this house is trash, with the exception of my room. So I know people are wondering, like, why does he do the podcast on his bed? This is the only place I get Wi-Fi at dog in the crib. Like good Wi-Fi. Trash. Yeah, that's that's super trash. But yo know, we- like, like up the battle, dog, like, I don't know, bruh. It's like Nelly, like kind of like what Drew touched on like last episode. Like, it's all about like the songs you pick. Like Nelly picked like two songs that I never heard of a day in my life, bro. Never heard of. Them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know that part, dog.
2: I so to go to the battle. I was impressed. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed the battle. It definitely brought back. It was nostalgic. Oh yeah. It brought back a lot of my middle school memories and early high school memories. And shout out to Goodersleeve High School, Newport News, VA. Nah, 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 man, nah, man. I Ain't gonna let you do that, man. Shout out to 1067, man. Bethel High School, Manhattan, Virginia, man. Shout,
1: shout out about to Davis, Middle School, Davis about Middle School, dog. <laughs> yeah, Davis too, man. Shout out to Davis, Davis too, man. Shit ain't even to Davis, Davis Middle School. Shout out to um Monte who went to Davis Middle School, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you shout
0: out random dudes. Come on now. <laughs> <Shout> out, <laughs> out Drew, Drew, if you knew why he shouted him out, dog. <laughs> Listen,
1: dog, dog. I don't care. Listen, Monte. I love you, dog. Listen, Monte was, like, 12, 13 years old, dog, but, like, a Mike Tyson, dog. Like, knocked out <laughs> teachers. Like, he ran up Allegedly. Allegedly. Because I don't want no issues, dog. Like, allegedly, like he knocked out teachers. I remember one time he knocked out this dude. I'm not going to say his name. He knows who he is. He knocked out this dude, dog, in seventh grade. Like, he pushed the teacher out of the way, went to the room, knocked me out. and every Every punch sounded like a gunshot, dog. Boom. Boom! And dude was like, curled up in the ball, and we thought he died. I'm sitting there, like, yo. And then, allegedly, he he was like the only 13 year in a car. He ran over the principal, dog, allegedly. All right, shut up, dog, no, shut up. Hey,
0: hey, Jarvis being 6'9 right now, dog. trying shut, <laughs> shut up, dog. How, how hey. are you 13? How are you 13 with a car?
1: I'm not gonna tell you how he's thirteen. Car, you try to give me the sniff, dog.
0: <laughs> no, it don't even make sense. He, and he gonna <laughs> run over. He ran over a teacher, a principal, dog. Hey, Drew, you're the feds, bro. Drew's the feds, dog. Fuck out of here, dog. How did he do it?
2: Now, how did he? How did he <laughs> run
1: over? How did he <laughs> get the car? Who did well, it? <laughs> so what? What? What was the time and date that this
0: happened? i
1: <laughs> saw <laughs> a mystery for you guys. Yeah. What's his name? Monte El Elgin? Huh? <laughs> Come on, dog. All I'm trying to say is shout out to Davis. Shout out to Monte. Shout out to everybody that went to Davis, dog. Those are good times. But uh um, yeah, sure. I digress. So yeah, like I don't, like like I was saying last time, dog, it's all about styles. Like when I looked at the battle, like song for song, the one that you sent to the um in the group chat. It looked like it'll be even dog, but Luda's songs are like up tempo and like more aggressive that Nelly's songs didn't really match up so well dog
0: yeah i think I mean I-, yeah. Go ahead, Drew. I mean you're right, like certain songs for a battle like it's right, it's about like placement and like what are you gonna what are you going to play you know after your opponent plays the song like it's you almost have to match their tempo if they're playing like a hard hitting track. Yeah. Um, that's what we talked I don't know if we talked about on the pod or in the group chat, but like Nelly and Ja Rule would be a good matchup. Cause like they have songs similar in tempo, like a lot of R&B. duets, like R and B type rap tracks. So like that would have been a, a good matchup to me, but um, yeah, I mean all these battles comes down to preference. Like for me, Y'all know, like, I'm not a fan of Luda. Like, I respect him. Like, his flow is like probably like top 20 flows, maybe even higher than that. Like, of all time, like his flow is crazy. But I just, I've always thought he was a corny dude. Like, the live just proved to me he was corny. He was picking his Afro. Like that shit. Like that stuff is corny as hell to me. (laughs) I don't know, dog. Like that that shit is just corny. I've always thought he was corny. That the live just proved it to me. Um, but I, I, res- I like, I respect him. Like he has good tracks, but like a lot of the tracks, like, I don't want to hear it. I'm like, I don't know. Drew, you're captain right know. now, dog. You say you love little Chris and the Fast and Furious movies, dog. You, you um, love them, dog. Here we go. <laughs> and another, and, and Bill, another, so this is a fast forward, but I watched the, maybe, I watched John Henry on Netflix, dog. It had, <laughs> dog. it had ten wait a minute. Movies. Wait a minute,
2: wait a minute, wait a minute. You talk about John Henry, the railroad track dude? <laughs> <laughs> when John Henry
1: was just a little baby. That no,
0: no, tell me what. That's the intro. Bruh, this shit has Terry Crews as the main character. And the villain is ludicrous. Duh, it might be the top. <laughs> this, this is this is this is the nigga y'all said won this fucking battle. This nigga is a villain in a, in a Terry Crews movie. No, he won, though. He did win the battle. He did win, but I'm just saying, this nigga y'all capping for is fucking ludicrous the villain, dog. Y'all have to watch this movie, dog. It is the top 10 worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> top 10. It was instantly in the top 10 as soon as I finished the movie, bro. It's not a debate. All of y'all... That love ludicrous, please go watch this movie. And this is the nigga y'all love. This bro, nigga has. Wait a minute, dog. A, Why are you going on tangent about his acting career, dog? Yeah, <laughs> that's the this the nigga y'all love. This the nigga y'all love, dog. Nah, he had a metal jaw. He has a metal jaw in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this, like I don't get this the nigga y'all love so much. He has a metal jaw in the movie. Y'all have to watch it. A metal jaw, bro. I'm not and watching it, dog. Is, his name is Hell. That's his name in
2: the movie. Yeah. Hey yo, Drew looks like nav, dog. Drew looks <laughs> Do just like that. Dog. No,
1: this dude. No. Y'all no. please, please. No. <laughs> no, no, talk about Drew Jurrell. Dor- 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 show the dog, no, you gotta show the picture, dog, or the pod of that dog that like Jurell Dkaa- that like Drew, dog. The dog. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's a, it's a cat it's a cat, No, it's a cat, bro. Bro. <laughs> it's like a square yeah, head, cat, dog, a dog, dog, but just <laughs> like Drew, dog. I gotta oh, Find the picture,
1: dog. Man, Tom. Yo, you gotta. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yo Yo. hey yo chill out bro I got real like tears in my eyes right now dog y'all boys gotta chill dog. it's too late to be doing this dog dog that
1: that has to be the promo video dog yo that has that has to be the promo video for this anyway
0: Y'all, please 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 go watch the movie. Please, dog. Oh, but anyway, let's get back. Let's get back on track. Let's get back to the battle. So um, like I was saying, yeah, a lot of the tracks, <laughs> a lot of the tracks from Ludacris, like I'm not a personal fan of, but I do uh, admit that it was better than the Nelly track. <laughs> Yo, come on. <laughs> what the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, yeah. um,
2: <laughs> yo, yo, chill out, bro. Okay, oh. all
0: right, back to the battle. Bro. Um, all right, back to the battle. <laughs> um, but I do agree with y'all, ludicrous did win. Um, my final score, I had it 12, 12 to 8, Ludacris. <laughs> yo,
1: my thing is, dog, like Luna in this battle, dog, like you, he came up, came, came across as corny to you. But to me, though, like, he, like his facial expressions, like, whenever, like, Nelly would, like, fuck up, like, Luda's facial expressions, like, dog, like, really, come on, like. And it, like, every time no. it's, like, a whack track,
0: like, Luda would
1: be sitting, like, all right.
0: So... Duh, but even the even the way he would, like, talk about, like, transitioning to his song, like, that's... Sh- I don't know, dog. Something about him. It just... I don't know. He would be, like... <laughs> <laughs> that was a good club track. And you know what? I had a few club tracks back in my day as well. All right, dog. You know I'm going to stop you, dog.
2: I'm going to stop you, dog, because I'm feeling a lot of Luda hate, dog. So me, I, me I,
0: I, dog, I admit it. He
2: won. Yeah. But, however, you're. in my opinion, you're discrediting Luda. You're
0: trying to say that Luda was being corny during that joint. That's just Luda. So, head, dog. You, exactly. you can't be mad at him. He's, he's I'm not, not mad, but he's corny. That's who he is. You're right. But Luda has, just, a, has
2: always my- – been a different type of rapper from Atlanta anyway. He brought a different sound to Atlanta. So uh, I agree. So, in regards to him... What does that have to do with him being corny? No, I'm just saying, I, in my opinion, I didn't think Luda, Luda was corny. I mean, I expected that from Luda because that's his personality. It's always been his personality as a rapper.
1: Like Nelly came across as corny to me, though.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, Nelly, Nelly in my opinion, was the one who was corny because he was the one that was going all hard, drinking, acting like he was all fucked up, and I'm like... He Dude. was dancing to his music. Music. I don't get Taking it. Taking his shirt off. I'm like, dog, relax, dog. Like yeah. he was dancing to his music. He to dance, he to I dance. understand, but that's what I'm saying. Luda was Luda wasn't doing any of that though. Luda was just bobbing, you know, shaking his head, like picking out his afro, like you said, he was mm-hmm. chilling. Like I so said, I don't, everybody I don't has the I don't understand your premise on how you can say that Luda was was corny, but Nelly wasn't. Everybody has their own opinion, man. But however, to get back on track. Um, I believe that uh, Luda won in uh, the battle as well. I believe, just like you said, that uh, Nelly had <coughs> Nelly's tracks weren't that weren't set up for the battle the way that Luda's were. Uh, Luda obviously has um, R&B tracks, but he also has you know tracks that you can get into like Southern Hospitality, what we just played, uh, <coughs> and, and other tracks you know beyond that. So yeah. um, I definitely give the edge give the edge to uh, Luda. However, um, Nelly held his own, but we, I think we all knew this. We all knew that, mm. that Luda was yeah. going to win this battle because of the fact that he has a lot deeper tracks and more versatility than Nelly yeah. was. Artist.
1: See, the thing, my, my favorite part of the battle dog was when they went, when Nelly played um, Rock the Mic and then Luda answered with Made You Look. Like, and that, that was a tough part. Um, it's getting hot in here, dog. Like that. I'm. Listen, we was talking about it in pre-production, dog. Like that is my favorite. Like people talk about Tip Drill. No, 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 no. That <laughs> hot in here video. When I was like in eighth
0: grade, dog. Mm mm
1: mm. Mm mm mm. That was the baddest girl I've ever seen in my life up to that point, dog.
0: It's no. getting hot in here. You know, Hot in Here was, like, the biggest song. Like, it was huge, like, the impact that it had. Just, like, not even in our culture, like, just across the nation, bro. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That song played for, like, it seemed, like,
1: two years straight. Yeah. Yeah. And then it came out, like, just in time for the summertime. Like, that summer was crazy. That's all you heard. Everywhere you went, you know, so... That's 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 it on that. So Takashi. What look man, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Like all these old ass rappers, they're giving they're breathing more life into Takashi. It's so, like Snoop is getting at them. Ice T today like made a post getting at Takashi. Yeah. And it's like the more they
0: give they're- they're feeding it. They're feeding it, dog. Mm-hmm. And like, gotta,
1: when is them D- and threaten him?
0: But y'all gotta y'all gotta think
2: about it this way too. I, in my opinion, these rappers feel threatened by Takashi. They feel threatened by Takashi because, in my opinion, Takashi was, and I'm not gonna say still is, because he has yet to prove that. But Takashi was the hottest rapper in New York before he got locked up.
1: Hmm. He was hotter
2: than he um, was. He was the hottest. He was the hottest rapper in New York before he got locked up. There's no debate about it. Carl, he he had, was there. He was there near the hottest. Rapper yes, <laughs> bruh. So <clears throat> for him to get out of jail and then put a single out that's already starting to pop on the on the charts, he, I think I he was he went on a video, uh, video rant on Instagram he finished, like number about, three, like number three on the charts is where he finished. Yeah, because of Justin Bieber and. Uh, who the Ariana Grande? He said that they he accused, he accused them of buying uh, streams or whatever the case may be, so that way they could be number one. However, yeah. long story short, he's still number three, dog. Even having to be claimed as a rat or a snitch, and he's he's still number three. So that's what I said. The young, I said this last last podcast. The young people still rock with him, dog. They don't care about street code, and they don't. They damn sure don't have. Don't, they damn sure don't care about what a Snoop Dogg or what a Meek Mill has to say because at the end of the day if your music is hot and it pops it
1: pops point blank period yeah yeah um before we go any further that we have with an episode I forgot to shout out um, our listener who made like a montage video of us though like that was love oh yeah episode was multiplied out that, that was big that was big that was big yeah yeah Thank I had to mention it out I was definitely going to forget shout out to Annika oh yeah yeah shout out that 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 was that was dope, dog. That was dope. So, um, yeah. So yeah, I think I think that, that is breathing more life into that. Kids it's, it's, it's corny at this point. Like the last episode, I told you I wasn't a fan of Takashi. I was gonna like entertain it. I treat Takashi like like I treated Donald Trump up to this point. Like we're not a political podcast, whatever. But like I just wanted to ignore it dog like just ignore it and not get no life into it you see people i mean, and it, it gives life into the negativity and i feel like i i i, I just want I, I just want to ignore it but the more people like snoop Dogg d and they're like yeah you bitch boy yeah uh, wait till i see you you messed up dog. <laughs> but, like no that's the, corny the, dog. like you're, the,
0: you're um, snoop you're snoop
1: dog you don't gotta you ain't gotta he, will, no, he's he, has a
2: to, he has to. I'm going to tell you why he has to. He has to respond. And the reason why he has to respond is because Takashi put out a video on, I think it was like a Suge Knight interview talking yeah. about, uh, about Suge, I mean talking about the way that Snoop was able to get out of his uh, murder. Um, what was it? He was, Snoop got charged for murder or something like that. And the way that he was able to get out of that case was because apparently he snitched. And it should, and should gave that information up. And then not only that, Sauce Walker said something about other rappers snitching as well. He put something out about Gunna saying something, and he was like, how the heck y'all going
1: to get mad at not, other not you, rappers in the game that have 9 I'm not letting you get that off, dog. because the, the, I, I looked at the Gunna clip, and the Gunna clip was a case of Gunna's cousin got convicted of murder. But he was falsely convicted. So Gunner was like, no, my cousin didn't do that. Like, my cousin's innocent. Like, he's not the person who committed the crime. Like, his cousin yeah. serving life in jail, that's not snitching. OK, but if he said that, did he
2: give up the name of the person who did do the killing?
1: Yeah. Do you know? How is that not snitching? That's not snitching, dog. No. My, my definition of snitching is if me and bro, right? Me, Jarell, and Drew, we, we commit a crime, but like, all right, dog. We could, we create a pact. like, okay, we're gonna commit this crime, we're gonna rob this place, and we all get caught. And then somebody was like, listen, and we're all co defendants Like, listen, if you if you tell us what Jrell and Drew did, you get off. Or well, let's say I, I get caught and y'all get away. And I tell on y'all, that's snitching Like, it's that's anybody. Your cousin was wrong wrongfully convicted of a crime, and everyone has said he didn't do it, and everyone Else has put someone else to that crime. You are gonna do the same thing? No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is,
2: is that so just because he told on somebody else that he wasn't a homeboy, that's not snitching.
1: No, that's not snitching to me. To me, now it, street street guys one on one. If you think that's
0: snitching, um, post a comment. And this came from Sauce Walker. Yeah, Sauce Walker. So you listening to a grown man with beads in his hair? What you saying? <laughs> Come on now, fuck out of here.
1: Look, you know,
2: look,
1: you know, Jarvis can't say nothing about Sauce Walker. That's H Town, H Town, yeah, yeah, no. young. I live in Houston, and um, I met I met Sauce in a mall. Cool dude. So I I got nothing bad to say about him. He he gets love out here, man.
0: All right. So. Nigga got beads in his hair, dog. Come on, dog. Can't take them serious. You may not be safe. You may not want to visit Houston, dog, for a while, dog. You may not be safe. That's fine, dog. I won't be safe in the Sally's Beauty Supply, where that nigga be at, probably. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on that, dog. Yeah, but uh, yeah Snoop, you too old. Like, Snoop's like my like our dad's age, almost, bro. Like you're... Snoop didn't have to respond. He could have just said, I'm not even going to acknowledge him. And then keep it moving. Like, Side- he's too much of an OG in the
1: game. Side note, my homeboy, dog, <laughs> he's from L.A., he says that uh, when he was working at the airport, like Snoop's um entourage is there or whatever, right? And it was like, nah, you know you, you drive around the airport and they try to you waiting to pick someone up, and like the people work at the airport, like, now nah, you gotta keep moving, you gotta keep them moving. So uh he said Snoop's entourage is there or whatever, right? So he's like telling them, now nah, you, you gotta keep moving, you gotta keep moving. And so, like, what you say, cuz? And like, allegedly, like, Snoop's entourage got the car and like the, air, the airport workers like beat up Snoop's entourage, dog, at the airport,
2: dog. <laughs> Yo, I want to know where the hell you be getting these stories from, dog. I feel like you be making half this shit up, dog. No, <laughs> that sounds like some damn cartoon type story, dog.
1: <laughs> hey, man. And also he was like, he was like a year later, the same thing happened to like Master P., and you know, Nasby's like a soldier, right? So he said, somebody a soldier. ain't never no soldier, dog. <laughs> like like Massive, like a general, dog, to his crew. <laughs> no <laughs> so living <he>
0: said, soldier. Fuck <laughs> out of here, dude.
1: He said the same thing happened with Mastery's entourage, whatever, right? Like, you gotta go. His entourage how out, like, yo, who you talking? Who, who the fuck you talking to like that, dog? And Master was like, You heard what that man said. Get back in the car, roll it around. You heard what we he said. Follow the rules. He said, like. Master's was like got back in the art, like they have so much respect for P dog. And shout out to Master P. Like he he called himself Master P because he wanted white people to call him Master. And that's why he came up with that name, dog. Shout out What, what? how
2: do you know this, bruh? bruh how do you know this? Bro, you are making
0: shit up tonight. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Make you shit. Oh. He
1: said when he when he wanted to go on meetings, he wanted like the white executive label, like, the label execs to call him master, dog. Shout out to him, dog. That's a real legend, dog.
2: Yeah, Jarvis, you on some shit tonight, dog. Y'all are tripping tonight, for real. But, no, personally, me, I wouldn't want people to see, you know, pictures of my girl or whatever the case may be because that's between us. That's in – I feel like it's a violation of our relationship. I wouldn't – me, I'm not – me, personally – I'm not comfortable with that. That's just me.
0: Straight up. I don't know, dog. Like, if y- so, so if, if your girl is bringing in $150,000 a year, just from niggas looking at her pictures, like... No, on, dog.
1: No. Right. I me personally. Right. I it, it depends on what she's doing in the pictures. She's doing like a little booty cheek. I ain't mad at it. A little, you know, cleavage showing. I ain't mad at it. But if it's all out... It's all out. Typically on the OnlyFans page is gonna be all out. Cause think about it, dog. Let's put it like this. Matter of fact, no, no booty seat showing nothing. I don't want my girl none of that. am no. Let me rewind. Because the at this at this stage of our lives, right? We're all in our 30s. The woman, the women that we end up being with, you have to see yourself like being with them. Yeah. Possibly having kids with them. You don't want your kids seeing Pictures of their mom and a thong and all this other stuff. Like, that's crazy to me, though. Yeah. You know, now money's worth your soul, bro. Exactly. And me personally, I have too much.
2: I know me personally, I have too much pride and ego for my girl to have an OnlyFans page. I couldn't take another dude coming up to me and saying, like, or talking about me saying, Leo like, like, we saw your girl on an OnlyFans page, like, da 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 she looked good, blah, blah, blah. Like, nah, that wouldn't sit well with me. So that's just me. If, you if, if you're all right with that, hey, more power to you but that's just me though. I haven't, I haven't hit that stage in life yet.
1: So for the, the, the person that asks us this, I say that communication is the key in our relationship. So just like sit down with your man talk to him. Cause he, he may be like a drew type, like not really care. He might support it. He might take, take the photos for you. He might videotape it for you, post it online for you. Um, Or it might be a drill situation or me like nah that's you know have have respect for yourself. So I I, I say communicate to him. Whatever you do, don't do it without his knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And um come up with the best choice for for y'all. That's what I say. So I mean that's that on on this situation. So the next topic I I want to talk about, serious note, like outgrowing people. So a lot of times in life, we get caught up on, oh, well, I've outgrown such and such. I've outgrown them. I come to realize, like, and accept the fact that maybe people have outgrown me, you know? So I think post, yeah, friends that are there for, like, seasonal friends, as I call them, that I'll always have love for, but I know, like, just having a conversation with them in 2020 is like, bro, I'm, you're still, and I thought I'm better than you, but you're, like, you're still stuck in a place where I was years ago. And we can't even connect on a mental level. Like I, I had a friend where I personally had to step my game because I knew for a fact that, that they were outgrowing me. So like, you know, that that's, that's not, I, I got on a subject based on insecure and we see like Molly, And um, Issa, like, really, like, outgrowing each other and their friendship. So I I just wanted to touch on that. I don't know if y'all wanted to add to it or not. I
0: mean, but that I I feel like that happens with any relationship. Um, And it just comes to a point, like, if y'all don't have much in common anymore, maybe that could be the issue. Or it could be the issue where you don't feel like there's, like, value in the friendship anymore um it could be either of that for instance like even with us like both of you are fathers i'm not a father so like when we're in the group chat and sometimes y'all are talking about you know um like your kids or like dealing with certain things with you know one of your child uh one of your children um like i'm not a father so like when it comes to those topics a lot of times like, i just fall back cuz like how am i going to give you two advice when i don't have any kids so it's right. like so those just certain things like you may not have much to add, but uh, that's just one example of like, you know, you're not always gonna be at the same level as your friends, but the friendship still has to add value to you. But- yeah.
2: And I, I mean, and just like you said, I mean, people definitely, you know, outgrow each other all the time, you know, and just like Jarvis was saying, you know, somebody might be in a certain position and then, you know, you, you grow and you've experienced life in certain different in certain ways and certain aspects and that person is still stuck behind because they haven't yet quite yet experienced it. Um, but I don't think just because, you know, that happens that y'all aren't, y'all aren't necessarily friends anymore. It just means that y'all have, you know, went down two different paths. I've done that with, with plenty of individuals, you know, from high school to college, even to my adult life. There are certain people that, you know, I was super close with. I would talk to on a regular basis. And, you know, those individuals are, you know, doing different things now and, and they're still successful in their own way. They're just, you know, we're just on two different paths. It's just not something that it was something that I, I used to do or that I did and I don't necessarily do it anymore. Um, but I, if your friendship is strong and your relationship is strong, um, those type of individuals, those type of actually relationships, I actually personally love. Cause like I could pick up the phone and call those people and be like, Hey man, like what you been up to, blah, blah, blah. And they can tell me something that like new that I can learn about. And you know, we can have that conversation based upon, you know, what they learned and what, and how they grew. So, I mean, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, people people definitely um, outgrow you, and you outgrow people. I think it's just natural. It's a natural thing in life. And I think
1: uh, if you're not changing, you're not growing. So, and there's a situation to where I had a friend like me and homie. We we were tight, dog. But it got to a point where like he it, it became all about him, dog. Like, every conversation was about what was going on in his life, and he only hit me up when he needed advice or when he he needed something. It was like, it, it became, like, unbalanced. So, I am like, and th- this is, like, when I start to see, like, a change in, in my way of thinking, because a lot of times, us as men, we become prideful. Like, oh, well, nah, fuck him, dog. Like, it's all about him. Like, I ain't fucking with him no more. But like, I value the friendship. So, we had, like, a... uh a mature conversation. I was like, "Hey, man, like, if we're gonna like continue to be friends, it can't be a one-way street, dog. It can't be. Like, everything is about what's going on with you. Like, it's 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 it's, it's never time where you checking in on me." And he was like, "Damn, dog, I, I I never realized that. Like, I appreciate you for like bringing that to my attention." And ever since that, like, things got back on track. But I feel like, as men, we gotta have these conversations. For for people that 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 we value, it can't be like a, a pride, an ego thing. And that's that's the main thing I've been trying to focus on, like during Ramadan, dog. Is like how to strip my my ego and put that you know to the side and progress within this this thing that's called life, because it's short, bro. Like like life is like say life is short. Like it's short. Like it seems like we talked about Davis earlier it seemed like that was like only a few years ago dog like you blink and we got in our 30s so i feel like if if you if you value friendships if you you value value your brothers like have a conversation have a conversation about it and you know see what happens from there it might it might be a a lifelong Mm -hmm. friend which is you know rare and it might be a seasonal friend. But if you value it, it's, it's worth having the conversation. So. And
2: we, we got to start doing that better as men, too, dog. As talking about our emotions and talk about our feelings and stuff like that, dog. Because, like, one thing that I, I happen to to start doing, especially, you know, I've had certain things that have happened in my life, dog. I started telling my friends, bro, I love y'all, bro. Straight up. I started yeah. telling people that. Because, bro, just like you said, life is, is, is extremely short, dog. We could be here today. We shooting the shit. And we gone tomorrow, dog. And it's just we left with memories. So,
1: um, yeah, no, and that's 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 one thing I learned. um Cause Jarrell, I don't know if y'all. Jarrell had a brother that passed away, and rest peace to Red. And the last thing that he said to me, like our last conversation, he called me. He was like, "I love you." So that gave me like peace of mind to know that the, the last thing that he heard from me was that I loved him. Yeah. So, oh Definitely as men, because I mean, women say it all the time. They, they show love to their friends all the time. But as a man, it's like, nah, you too manly. Like, I, I rock with you, dog. I will fuck with you, dog. Like, just yeah. say what you guys say while we're here, because, I mean, give people their flowers, bro. Yeah. yeah. Um, last dance. See, I, I didn't forget this time, Drew. I didn't forget, it, bro. It's the last time we're talking about it. You better not. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't forget about it, dog. Last Dance, bro. So, oh man. So we talk about kids. Like my my youngest daughter, Aris, two years old. She has watched every episode of Last Dance with me, dog. Two years old. Just seeing that greatness, and like every Monday, so we're potty training her. So every Monday, as we watch Last Dance, dog, like she 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 sees that greatness in Jordan, dog. She sees the determination, the dominance, and she verbalized that she wants to potty, dog. Like. Jordan, let's <laughs> I may be reaching, but hey. Um, so like they aired the last two episodes. So if you've been living under the rock, under the rock, Michael Jordan has did has completed a documentary on his NBA career and his life basically. And um the last two episodes were on Sunday. So yeah. What were your thoughts on the last two? So, uh,
2: phenomenal, phenomenal documentary uh, to start that, to start that uh, conversation. It was great. I loved everything about it, uh, seeing the ins and outs of that 98 Bulls championship team. Uh, not really knowing the ins and outs as to why Jerry Krause actually broke up the team. Um, not knowing that Jordan actually wanted to come back for a seventh title. Um, I mean, that's just – it's just crazy. I mean, just to think about if Jordan would have actually came back, if they all would have signed one-year deals and came back for a seventh title, that would have been crazy. Um, And then we would even be talking about Jordan even more.
1: And then – He said – Go ahead. I'm I'm sorry to cut you off, but he said it was maddening for him to leave. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It it was Phil's fault, dog. Yeah, I mean, no. Nah, see, and I don't blame Phil. A lot of people have saying that I blame Phil because Phil wanted to leave. But if somebody comes to your job and tells you that you can go eighty two and zero, you can win a championship, and you still won't be brought back, there's going to be some type of feelings that are that are harboring, you know, from that conversation. I mean, at least personally for me. But I get. But I'm gonna let you touch on that. Um, but the thing that that was brought to me and to my attention was about Steve Kerr's dad. I never knew that uh, about Steve Kerr's dad. About him, uh, for those of you who don't know, like you said, been living in Barack, uh, I think it was episode. Was it nine? It was episode nine correct, Drew? Yeah, nine. Nah. Uh, nine. They they talked about Steve Kerr's father, and I asked Steve Kerr a question: had had him and Michael talked about their fathers uh, in the locker room and things like that? And Steve Kerr just said no. And then they went to Steve Kerr's past to kind of inform everybody of what happened to his dad, as he was a president of university in Beirut, Uh, I think it was during the Civil War, and there was some, uh, there was obviously some conflict over there, and they were uh, kidnapping Americans and killing, killing Americans, and unfortunately, Steve Kerr's father during that time frame um, got shot and was executed, uh, you know, uh, while, while he was the president of the school. Uh, and they talked about kind of like Steve Kerr's past. Obviously, for those of who don't know, Jordan's father got killed as well, was murdered uh, in North Carolina. So they were trying to see if there was uh, any conversation or any bond between them, the two gentlemen because of that. But like I said, it's a phenomenal documentary. If you haven't seen it, uh, it's great. Dennis Rodman is obviously a GOAT as well. That boy is on a different world. I'd be in mean, an NBA Finals game, dog, and go to a WWE championship game, I mean, championship wrestling match, and still come
1: back and perform in the Finals. It's crazy. <laughs> Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Yo, as a kid, you either wanted to be in the NBA or you wanted to be in the NWO. Like Dennis Rodman did. Black oh, baby.
0: Oh yeah, brother. Oh yeah. Ooh, NWO, black and white. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, brother. I'm telling you right now. WCW. Jarvis like
2: Greg, own the tag, dog. like Greg, Ota the tag, dog.
1: <laughs> like I'm telling tell you right now, brother. NWO Black and White is coming for your ass, dude.
2: <laughs> Yo, Jars is OD, dog.
1: And. Dennis Rodman did did both, dog. Like he's a legend and Carmen Electra. Yeah, dog. That's
0: crazy. <clears throat> he's a goat. He's a goat. Listen, man, yeah. I'm
1: putting on my Hollywood Hogan shades for the rest of the podcast, dog. In, in memory of Dennis Rodman, bro. Let's go, dog. But yeah, dog.
0: I blame Phil, dog. I blame Phil. Every this whole time we were thinking it was Jerry Krause, it was Ryan's door that. Were the one's to break it up. But at the end of the day, Rosdorf came to Phil. He was like, "Let's go for a seven. Like, I'm offering you the chance to come back." And Phil was the one that said, "No, I get like you have our feelings against Krause and all that. But you can you can you already don't like him. You went the whole year not liking him. You can do it for one more year just to see what happens. Have you have you ever worked in a hostile environment?
1: Your peace of mind might be better than that.
0: I don't think it was. I don't think it was a hostile environment for like. Yes, they don't like each other, but you don't really have to interact that much. Like you are don't.
2: That boy, that boy, Jarvis is on that ninety-seven, ninety-eight Utah dance <laughs> team. Boy, try to lock Jordan ass up. <laughs> um. Oh. No.
1: I don't. I don't know, dog. Like, if you feel unappreciated at your job, like if I feel unappreciated, then I'm. I'll move around, dog. I'm. I'm gonna figure out something else. Like, no cap. I
0: don't
1: know. I feel like I feel
0: like you. You can swallow your pride for one more year, dog. You ain't see what happened. No, you're not playing for the
1: man, dog. After he just
0: doubted you, he tried to break the team up during the season.
2: Yeah.
0: I. I get it, but at the same time, the. The general manager is saying, "Hey, let's do. Come back for one more year.
2: Now, don't trust you. I don't trust you. If I'm Scotty, I tried to get a contract with you. I tried to get an extension. You signed me to a seven-year, eighteen million-dollar deal, and when I wanted a new deal, you
0: didn't want to give one to me. So, no. All right, but to his credit, he told him not to sign that. Ronsdorf told him it don't matter. That was it. That does. That's your fault. If I'm coming to you saying. This is a bad contract. If I were you, I would not sign it. If you do sign it, I'm not going to renegotiate. He put, it, he put all the cards out on the table before. But if I'm, helping you, if I'm helping your franchise grow
2: and I'm helping your franchise become more lucrative, you Scottie have Scottie. an obligation as an owner
0: to pay me. Oh, another, no, not. that brings me to another point. No, it's not. No, you no. don't. That brings me to another point. Scotty's trash. Scotty Pippen is trash. All right, now. No. All right,
2: hey Sorry, boy, I'm your gonna... do rags too you tight. Your do you too tight, dog. I won't, tight. I, won't say I won't say
1: he's trash. I would I will end his podcast right here right now. I'll cut. I would was will... <laughs> Both, of, y- both no. of y'all, dog. All
0: right, let me let me. He's not trash, but he's always just he can... he Mister can't get right. He can't get right, dog. He got migraines once. One series, he got migraines. Another series. He missed some free throws. Another series, he came back during the series and with a bad back, he still played. Have you, a, have you ever
1: had a back injury?
0: Oh my god, here we go.
1: Have you ever had a back injury, though? That's
0: no, that's crippling. Yeah. All right. it impacts everything, though. And if that, I'm just, that he came I'm up, just he saying. Out? There's, there's all of these instances where he let his team down. I don't care if it was an injury or not. He had a migraine. He missed free throws in the clutch. Man shut, man, shut your ass up! You let me down with
2: two headbands, nigga. Now let's go on to the next
0: game. <laughs> <day. laughs> <laughs> dog, I'm just saying, dog.
1: I, I feel like I feel like the documentary didn't paint Pippen, and
0: there's just always something wrong with him. It's always no, 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 something no, no, wrong no, 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 no,
1: no. Don't don't do that, dog. Because if it wasn't for Scottie Pippen's defense on Magic Johnson, they didn't, they wouldn't have won their first chip. Like Scottie, come on that series. And they, no, they, oh, DJ, they,
0: no. Did they talk about that part? Yeah. I agree that they wouldn't have won without '91, They talking I, about Pippen locking up Magic? Yeah, in yeah. 91. Okay, I, I agree that they wouldn't have won without Scotty. but at the same time, it's still like, damn, boy. Like, all this stuff keeps happening, like, over and over and over. Yeah. Like, I get it, but you got to acknowledge both sides of it, bro.
1: Yeah. I mean, I see where you're coming from, but nah. He ain't trash.
0: I'm all All right. I, I, of course, that was, I was, it was a joke. It was all a right, joke. So it's
2: all right, because when LeBron get hit, John, he's going to be called the last excuse. That's what his shit going to be called, because the nigga Damn. always got an excuse. <laughs> always got an excuse why he can't win the big one, dog.
1: But listen, dog, like, they said, T-Mac said this. T-Mac was like, the Bulls, the Raptors had offered T-Mac, a rookie T-Mac for Scottie Pippen.
0: I mean, I feel like I don't know. When, I what, year mean, did, yeah. what year did what year did T-Mac get drafted? It was ninety-seven.
1: Was 90- 90- wow. No. Wow. Yeah, Kobe. Kobe. It was ninety-seven. No, Kobe was ninety. 90- oh, you
2: said the year after Kobe?
1: Yeah, the Kobe. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like Kobe got cool. He said he, he would contact Kobe and see how he transitioned from high school to the league. So it was nice. I
0: feel like if they came back one more year and then if Scotty wouldn't have signed, they could have done that trade for T Mac and then had basically moved T Mac in, still have Jordan, still had the rest of the crew. I don't know. You never know how that will work. But Jordan didn't want to
1: rebuild, dog. That, that wasn't a clear sign of rebuilding to, to, to trade Scotty for a young T Mac. But the Bulls should have did it to, like, extend their window with franchise players. So, let me ask y'all anything. So, the flu game now being dubbed as the flu poisoning game, does that change your outlook on that game? No. On Jordan's performance in that game?
2: No. No, you could
1: tell how sick he was. Like,
2: it it doesn't matter
0: what he was sick from. Yeah.
2: It's still a phenomenal performance. I mean, we've never seen an athlete do that in a championship game or in a big-time situation.
1: Like, he was on the road at that.
2: Bro. We've
1: seen seen Isaiah Thomas play on a broken ankle, though.
2: Okay. But but what I'm
0: saying is Isaiah Thomas, they didn't win that finals. You know what I just thought about? It's something with Utah food, bro. Jordan got food poisoning. I got food poisoning, dog. Oh I yeah, I remember that dog? I got food poison, dog. Well,
2: got, dog, you got you got food poison because you try to be too greedy, dog. You try to rev it up like a big boy, dog. You keep asking for more waffle fries, dog, and wings, dog. Bro, <laughs> 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 hey, me hey, and John, so we all, yo, we on vacation, dog. Me and John are like, out bro. to Salt Lake City, dog. To go see my man's Drew, dog. And we go out to eat. You know, boys is out all day. We hungry or whatnot. So we go to this restaurant. And Drew like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I need something to eat. I need something to eat. And then, so we're like, all right, boy. like, go ahead, and get your appetizer, dog. So Drew got him an appetizer, dog. And the boy, the boy couldn't stop himself. <laughs> the boy kept ordering wings and, and fries. And I said, damn, boy, slow down. <laughs> so we get home, dog. This boy, Drew's fat and happy, dog. Happy as a bug in the rug. <laughs> Drew gets home, dog. We sit there chilling. <laughs> and then all I hear, dog, everybody goes to sleep. I hear it, one o'clock in the morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> my boy throwing up his life, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel good. Hey, dog, my man was sprawled out on the floor, dog, like Jordan in '96, dog, after he won the championship, dog.
0: I don't remember. I was knocked out sleep. Dog, give me my credit though. Dog, that was no sleep. That was my flu game. The you next day, game. No, the, dog, in the bathroom. No, the, <laughs> no, the next day. The next day, we still had plans, bro. The next day, we still had plans, and I still made it through, bro. I did. I made yeah, it you
1: through. You did. You you cut it out, dog.
2: You did. You did. I give you that. You end up. We end up giving you a sippy cup with some Gatorade in it. You was all
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, I'm like Jordan, basically. Ah!
1: I who uh, <laughs> does is, dog? So t- to wrap to wrap up Last Dance, like what what? Okay, so what do y'all think has helped Jordan, and what do you think if at all has hurt Jordan since the release of this documentary? What's helped him, uh, is,
2: what's helped him it, is that we've seen his great. We see his greatness even even better now, even more in light.
0: Yeah. I think what's helped him is that, like, we we've talked about this in some podcasts before, but, like, this is a chance for the younger generation to actually see, like, how great he was. Yeah. I feel like that's the thing that's helped him the most.
1: Yeah. And and for me, though, like, even though I was around at this point, because I started watching, like, really remembering basketball um, in 1996. Like, the, the 96 playoffs was the first time I, I could, like, Recall watching basketball. So I remember in '98, I lived in Germany, dog, watching that Game Seven against the, the Pacers, and my dad was like, "I don't know, son. Like, I, I don't know if the if the Bulls are gonna be able to pull this one out." And um the fact that I see it in a documentary, and it's like, see how close it was. As a kid, you think your teams are invincible. Like oh no they gonna pull the the bulls always pull it out like this is what the bulls do but that that ninety eight game to see how close it was and to see like the circumstances like in the ninety eight finals with Pippen. as a kid I remember watching the finals I remember watching George's last shot but I don't re- I don't recall like the 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 minor the details of Pippen being out so even as as me being thirty one it gave me great insight on like the the small details that you don't look for as a child because now i'm seeing it as a full-blown adult but you know when Joel retired we was like nine years old so the first time I retired we was like nine eight years old so it's, it just gives you a different perspective as far as like negative i don't think there's anything unless you're a hater i don't see anything negative because like the one negative thing you say is oh well he was a bad teammate but he kind of explained why he's looked at as a bad team because he wants to get the best out of um, his players, his teammates. <laughs> so it, it it is it for me. It it put it gave him it, it made him a, a real person. Cause like as with Jordan in the '90s and shit, it was like he was like a superhero. He was untouchable with the media, like, you know, back in the 90s, you wouldn't let the media, there was no social media, and you wouldn't let them see the person you are. All you saw was this this image he had to uphold for, um, you know, for for the league and things of that nature. Like, now you can be more personable. You can, like, curse during interviews. Like, a lot of that footage would have been detrimental if you released it, like, in the 90s. If he had released this documentary in, like, early 2000s, 90s, he will really be on his ass. Like, oh no, he's bad. Look at him cussing. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he'll be done for. But now in this era, like anything goes though. we People just want to see what's real.
2: Yeah. I love, I, I love how raw the documentary was. was. I love how it showed Jordan's competitive nature. I love how it went to show like all the things that Jordan had to sacrifice in order to be great. Like, everything that he had to deal with as far as, like, the gambling issues, his father being killed, him punching teammates, him retiring, you know, all that stuff, dog. Like, I enjoy every last bit of it, dog. And I know that it was a great documentary because I had my dad, and my dad is 62 years old. And for my dad to stay up till 11 o'clock at night and watch the documentary and call me afterwards and say, man, Jordan was a bad boy, man. That boy was the best of all time. For that dude to stay up to say that.
1: No, I know, I know that the documentary was definitely hit, So I enjoyed so, it. So coming off the hills of this documentary, we're gonna do one gotta go. All right. So we're gonna do it, we're gonna drop down on this like we did last time. So the next documentary, would rather see the Heatles? So that's LeBron, D. Wade, Bosch, or Shaq and Kobe Lakers. Or lastly, KD going to the arch nemesis, switching sides and going to the Warriors. So, which one got to go first? Now, what I'm going to say is going to shock y'all.
0: What about the Spurs? Not if they boring. Um, no, no, D. Don't be disrespectful, boy. <laughs> Don't be disrespectful, boy. Don't be disrespectful, <laughs> boy. <everybody. laughs> is that Timmy?
1: is my favorite player of all time, player though?
0: That's played a game, boy.
1: Who? That's a, Kawhi, that's a Kawhi jersey, ain't it? Who's that? <laughs> that's a Kawhi Leonard jersey, ain't it? Stand up, dog. Stand up, dog. Let's see. it? Oh, okay, Drew. Man. You see? Fidelity, that, that, that
2: 21 popped up. Yeah, the, the real 21's right here, baby. You know what I'm saying, man? It's in B, baby.
0: It's in B, baby. I don't even I know ain't... the dude. I don't even know the to y'all was talking about before, but. Hey, me you shit my jersey yet, boy? Nah, it's quarantine. Come on now.
1: Quarantine, That's quarantine, it. quarantine. All right, so the first I'm going to say is on shock, y'all, dog. The first one that got to go to me is Shaq and Kobe Lakers, dog. Now, uh, now, uh, 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 don't don't look at me like that. Don't give me that. The reason why I say this is, recipes. Kobe. I don't think it will be as good because we don't have – Kobe here to tell his side of the story
0: okay okay I can what see I that. don't
1: like is when people die and other people talk for them like oh this no I, I would have loved to see Kobe give yeah his I can see that of what happened I can see that I don't want to hear what Derek Fisher has to say about what Kobe thought or what Tex Winters, or Phil Jackson or Shaq you know what say about Kobe's thinking
0: I want to hear Kobe talk about that dog. So that one's. Like, I didn't. I didn't think about that point of view. I'm a roll with Jarvis. It, yeah, I don't want to see that without without hearing from Kobe present day, bro. It's incomplete. It's yeah. Incomplete. Like I, in the last dance, where I was even mad that Karl Malone wasn't speaking in it. Like he he could have added a lot of good information about like how he felt about the series. Like I know we heard from John Stockton, but. It would have been good to hear from Carl Malone as shit, well.
2: That show, he out there in YouTube with your black ass for
0: shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be getting yeah. here coming the same barbershop and
1: shit. Yeah. Now look, now look yo, so, this is going to be like a two hour podcast, dog. But yo, Carl Malone, I got so much respect, dog, for Carl Malone for going on that bus, dog, and like dapping Jordan up. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was touch. That was like chilling to me. Like, damn, like. This dude has defeated you in two straight finals, and you get on the bus and, and congratulate. I'm gonna congratulate you on the court. But after we got the court, dog, I'm not gonna make more yeah. to the bus just to like shake. Yeah. It, and, uh, There's no way.
2: There's no way I'm getting on the, on the opponent team's bus, dog. You just beat my ass in a game-winning shot, dog, and you took my. And chance. they
0: compare that to what Isaiah did. Isaiah, they couldn't even shake their hand on the court. No, yeah. don't
2: do that because the Boston Celtics walked off, walked off the court on the Detroit Pistons too. So don't do that.
1: That was just a thing that they did. Alright, one gotta go. We gotta we, we got get y'all boys back on track. So which one which one you rolling with, Jarell? One, yeah, one, One going? Yeah.
2: I'm gonna get rid of the uh okay see. Uh you talking about the uh Kevin Durant? You talking about the uh uh going, <laughs> going to the Warriors
0: No <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the Warriors, man. The Warriors.
2: I'm, the, getting, uh, I'm, getting rid, I'm getting rid of Kevin Durant. The I'm Russell getting rid of
1: Wilson?
0: Kevin Durant going to the
2: Warriors. That, Wasn't that, that story... <laughs> nah, that's <best> no, <laughs> that story. That story doesn't appease me, dog. Like Nobody wants to hear about Kevin Durant joining the 73-9 team and then well, taking them and winning the championship when they were already a dynasty. They were on the verge of being a dynasty before. I well, guess what?
1: That. It doesn't matter. Majority rules. So, Lakers, that one's out of there. So, now... Jarel said, based on what you just said, do you feel like the Warriors one has to go. Yes. Um, I'll roll with you on that. But it is not, it's not as far as you think. Because I feel like that one, you know what? I'm gonna say the Heatles gotta go. What? Here, here's why. No, 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 no. Oh, y'all have been trolling, yo.
2: I don't know Listen. what the hell y'all two did before this podcast, bro, <laughs> but y'all are trolling tonight, bro. Y'all
1: bro, are really As far as drama goes, like, they they eliminated the Thunder in seven games, right? And, like, KD is the first player of that that magnitude to, like, join a team that was, like, their rival team. Okay, hold on.
2: Before you say that they eliminated KD – and seven. KD was up 3-1 to begin with. Exactly. And that, made, no. that, that adds to it. No, that, that was just KD choking.
1: That has nothing to add to it. Okay, that, that adds to it. And then he jumps sides and he goes to the Warriors and he still couldn't get that respect of being, like, that guy. So, you know how much, like, locker room friction and went on as far as, like, the, the drama with it? I think the Heatles is a better storyline, but if you want, like, pure drama, like, Draymond, like, talking shit to Katie, like, we did this without you, and, like... That's what I want. Math of it. So, the documentary could talk about beforehand, they can talk about during, and then the aftermath of it. hmm I don't know, dog. I feel like the Heatles is more like harmony. Like, oh, we're friends. It's a feel-good story. Like, we're best friends, and we decided to, like... Hold hands and join te- Join on the same team. But I don't know if there's necessarily any drama to it. That would like. I
0: do. I think they would be drama. Besides I think- the decision. No, I think in my. You know. You know. Think- you know why there's drama to it. You know why? Cause the Spurs boy <laughs> Knock their ass out. That's why there's drama. <laughs> no, it's no, no. I think there's drama
2: to it. I think there would be drama to it because Chris Bosh. I don't think was necessarily their pick to be a part of the Heat. I think that that was supposed to be originally Carmelo Anthony's spot. And Carmelo ended up taking that max contract from the Knicks and re-signed too early. And Chris Bosh ended up being the pick. And I think if you had if you had the opportunity to go back and ask them that, they would definitely tell you that.
1: Keep it mellow on
2: that team, dog. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Whew. I think I think it would have mess, dog, because like LeBron's the passer, D-Way's the slasher. And like Melo's like the pure scorer,
0: yeah. Um, and we still and we and the Spurs still to beat him. So who cares? I don't know about that, dog. No, the Spurs,
2: the Spurs wouldn't even win the, the championship in '99 if Jordan would have came back. Now let's debate that.
0: Hmm? I mean, I'm never gonna bet against Jordan. Come on, now I ain't dumb. But LeBron ain't Jordan, boy. The,
1: the Bulls had trouble. To- the Bulls had trouble with big men, dog. So you add Dave Robinson and Tim, Nuckin. It would have been a good series. What, good. Did,
2: what did Jordan do against Carl
0: uh, Malone? Oh, okay. you yeah. You talking about the Twin Towers, 2 Ooh. seven-footers. And, and 91 against Kareem? We're talking, about, oh. we're talking about two, though. We're not talking about one. Kareem wasn't there in 91. Yeah, he was. How are you talking about? No,
1: Kareem, Kareem retired in 89, boy, or 88. Oh, he did not.
0: Fact check. Let's fact check that. Anyway... You know, I would get rid of the Warriors as well. Um, I mean, I, they both would be good, to be honest. But I I would go for the Heatles just so I could see LeBron crying when the Spurs beat him. Um, you know, he couldn't cut it because the Spurs beat him. And Jarvis is right. are right, DJ.
2: I'm a
0: basketball historian, though. Let's get it. Yeah. That, this, the Heatles joint is going to hurt, though, because the Ray Allen shot. That's, that's going to hurt me. It's going to hurt me. It's going to hurt me.
1: Yeah, that hurt, dog. That one hurt. But that I said, Tim, T- Timmy's my favorite player of all time. But that that pain is what drove us to win the championship the next year. That's what I'm saying, Drew. I think if y'all the won, um, what was that, thirteen? Y'all wouldn't have won at fourteen. So that's how I see it. And that, that 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 fourteen Spurs team, honestly, dog. I know it's not a sports podcast, but I think that that was the best team I've ever seen, like chemistry wise, dog. I've ever seen. I, lo- I love about it, that bro. What about that 2001 Sixers team? All right, so uh, that wraps up. <laughs> all right, so what?
0: before we get out of here, what, what y'all been on, dog? All
2: go, right. ahead,
0: go. go ahead, Goo. All right, so I, I gave y'all a preview earlier. Top 10 worst movie of all time. John Henry, you know, just, just go watch it. Just go watch it and get back to me. Leave a comment if you've seen it. Just uh, ludicrous. This this the guy, but uh um, yeah, um, insecure. Of course, we we talked about that earlier um, as well. Um, as far as music, um, the Polo G album recently came out. That joint is hard. Definitely check that out. Uh, um, but my song for this week, Jarrell took my other song, so I'm uh, I had to go, nah, had to nah. go with something else. Um, I'm going to go with So it's an artist named L.A. Um, I've been listening to him for years now But he's like, like one of my favorite artists A lot of people don't know about him Because he's not really mainstream But he's dope um, You spell it E-L-H-A-E But it's pronounced L.A. Yeah, that boy um, he involved. got a new single It's called Need to Know uh, Featuring I.M. Um, so yeah, go check that out again L.A. is called Need to Know Go ahead, DJ. What you been on? So, I've been on. Here's a
1: song I'm gonna pick. Um, Alex Isley, Jack Dine. The song's called "Gone." Like that's that's a tough piece to me. They they put out put out like what's called Wilton Project, and every Sonic every Sonic Lab one has has been um, dope to me. But what I've been on, dog, as far as like shows and stuff. I ain't, I ain't going to cap with y'all, dog. Like, I, I've been on some old school stuff, bro. I've been watching old Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episodes every morning. I get, like, to it like around six, 6 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm watching Fresh Prince, dog. Tell, tell us tell us about that uh, YouTube NBA Finals that you sent us, dog, Wilt. Dog, so, yeah. I'm on that, I about that. I've been on that, too. So, dog, See, so, you know people talk about, like, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, like, being like the GOATs. So I'm so bored, bro. At this point in quarantine, it's like okay, let me go on YouTube and like watch like some old school like game from the '60s. Those white boys were ass, my G. Like dribbling one hand and like handing the ball off each
0: other, and like granny shots. Like
1: it's terrible, bro.
0: It's bro. Terrible. That's that when people. That's why when people say Bill and Wilt like in the top five of all time, I'm like, dog. No like the competition they were playing against they were playing against mailmen and milkmen, bruh like these dudes they just needed people to fill the roster
1: no Rudy Rudy Gobert is better than Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell combined (laughs) 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 like I'm sitting there watching like Will Chamberlain's footwork is like he's just bigger than everyone dog you think it's like some little ass white boys dog exactly (laughs) like some white boys dog and try to like hoop on them dog
2: <laughs> no, y'all boys are really od tonight, dog. Y'all, you it to the next level, dog.
1: Rudy O'Bear is better than Will Chamberlain, bro. I'm sorry,
2: <laughs> bro. I'm not letting you get that off, dog. I'm not letting you get that off. But
1: however, hey, that remember that white boy, that Jordan security guard? They was playing against him, dog. I see him there, dog. I'm <laughs> like, man, that's that's the white boy, dog. He's over there trying to play basketball. I'm like, nah, fam. Like, this is yo. So I challenge y'all, sports fans, dog. Like, go watch old school basketball, like the 1963 finals, dog. Watch it, and let me know. Let me know those guys are really good to y'all, dog. Let me know.
2: All right, bro. So as far as music, the Polo G album is something I've been listening to, like Drew said. And then, as far as uh, my my pick for the week is gonna be "Temperature Rising" Tory Lanez. Uh, that single was fire. Uh,
0: uh, he should have you know, had Drake
2: so on that shit, dog. He should have. He should have. If Drake would have been on it, I mean, we talking about possibly the number one hit right now on, on the billboard.
0: dog, no, that shit would have been cool. like no guidance type of levels if that shit had Drake on it, bro. Yeah, like, bro. crazy. I let's do it. I got to listen to it. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, it's tough.
1: So check that out. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. So whether you're watching this when you off work or at work, check us out, all right?